Previously on Starship Impala. What business do we have together today, lady and gentlemen? The reason we're here, the three of us are trying to get off of this planet. We'll ride with you to Absalon Station. I'm I'm sorry, but this is as far as we go. Two familiar people approach a Kasatha and an android. We're here on the behalf of Zovea. Walton. Yes. There are two assassins after you. Why? We'll explain that later. You see the android and the Kasatha reach for their weapons, and he's gonna fire it out of Walton. I take out my knife and I stab him. <laughs> We've tracked the target to Absalom Station. This might be my last report. He's a gauna. And then right. for Ezekiel, Ezekiel. just claws yeah. right through his chest. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know why these people were after me. We could tell him the truth. Okay, okay, okay. You were a witness. They tried to kill you and we tried to save you. It's obviously not safe for me or my family here anymore. It seems we're on a dangerous person's radar, all four of us. Coming to you pre-recorded from Connery's swanky new apartment. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Starship Impala. I'm your galaxy master, Joseph. And with me today are four familiar voices, starting with the man on my immediate right. Hey, this is Connery. I play the one, the only Dr. Walton mass combo when I'm not being a doctor on a not spaceship. I am playing right field and catcher for the legendary <laughs> team, the Gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> Had our first game today. Yeah, got the big L. Yeah, big L, big L for league winners. <laughs> but we look good doing it. Connor rocked the high socks. Yeah. <laughs> Next to him um, is Justin. I play Amity. He's the Lashunta. He's the envoy. And when I'm not doing this, then I play right center for the gorillas and that's pretty much it and then this is jacob playing jason the audrunian soldier who is also second baseman and catcher for the gorillas and i got two for two today which was a lot of fun felt good scored a run yeah felt good felt good And uh, next to him is me talia i play ziggy who is a space pirate and when I'm not a space pirate, <laughs> I play the invisible catcher. Yeah. <laughs> the monkey. Sounds like a bad at. <laughs> or a gorilla. <laughs> the monkeys. <laughs> we unfortunately don't have Jose here doing audio with us today because he has an actual job. So bear with Ooh. us through his audio. <laughs> um, I'll do my best to, to, to fix it up in post if the levels are bad, but uh, hopefully it's been pretty good so far. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Table Top Topics. Table Top Topics. 
Jesus. Wow. I liked our last tabletop topic tied in with the previous episode with Ziggy's irrational fear of dogs and then all our irrational fears. So last time we finally got everybody's characters together and becoming friends, but it was definitely uh, pretty weird. I think telling someone that they're being hunted by assassins and that you're responsible is, is a pretty weird way to make friends. It's like a forced friend. <laughs> so with that in mind, what is the strangest way you all have become friends with someone? It's hmm, a good one. So when uh, I met when I met Talia for the first time, um, I I wanted to I don't know like we were waiting for Tyler and Cutter Tyler to come and Cutter. back from something I don't know what they were concert doing, or they something. Were both gone. And Talia showed up and she was like, "Hi, I'm Talia." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I heard about you. Hi." And then I just sat down. And we were wa- I was watching Frasier, <laughs> and uh, we were watching one of my favorite episodes of Frasier. In fact, and I I, I apparently said something mean. <laughs> I thought I was like, I don't think I want to turn to you right now. I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen Frasier before, so it was not very funny to yeah. me, even though it was probably one of the better episodes. It was. It was you were dying laughing. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, that was, and that was really fun. And then afterwards, I had you draw a demented <laughs> toad Mickey Mouse BDSM monster. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've been friends ever, ever since. since. All right, everyone looked at me, so I guess it's my turn. So mine is when uh, I met our good friend Nico. Speaking of assassins, we were, we played this game at the dorms in college called Assassins, where you had to like you you were targeting one person and you had to like poke them with a marker to like assassinate them, and it would like just go down to the last person. So we were all just like hanging out in our room one day, and then Nico comes like barging in with like expo marker in hand, like trying to just attack people, and I I don't know I didn't know who it was. Um, but like everybody else knew him, I didn't know him, so I thought he was kind of weird. And yeah, I just thought he was kind of annoying at first. And then uh, after a little while, he like moved right next door. So then he started becoming like super nice and super cool. So I was like, all right, I, I guess we could be friends. It is off-putting to burst into a room trying to poke people with a marker. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. It's a weird first he's like He's like hiding it behind his back. And I was like, what is this he doing? I don't get it. <laughs> Uh, mine's just uh, my first friend in college it was like second week of school I was at the the film club and the person that I sat next to um, we ended up talking and then we just started walking together after the club was over and we like kept walking in the same direction and from where the film department is to the dorms is a very long walk it's like 25 minutes we were walking together, like in the same direction, the same path, and I was like, "Are you are you walking me home?" And he's like, "No, I'm just going to my I'm just going to my room." It's like, "Oh, well, me too." And we kept walking through like all of the doors, even in the same building, oh, wow. upstairs. Wow. Uh, or no, no, no. Just kidding. He, like he was upstairs, I was downstairs, but like in the same direction. Am I barely finding out that you dormed? Yeah, I guess so. I was in Parkside. Yeah. What? That's yeah. Yeah. Parkside. Yeah. Okay, well, so this is when I first met our sound engineer, Jose. Uh, it was, we were freshmen in high school. It was like the first two weeks of school. And we had a mutual friend named Kevin. And uh, I was walking with Kevin home, and uh, we met up with Jose. And uh, Kevin was like, oh, this is my friend Jose. This is my friend Jacob. And this is us being stupid 14-year-olds thinking we're funny. So he says, introduces Jose, and then I'm like, "What's up, Jose?" And then, <laughs> Why would that be the and then, and then uh, Jose, but then Jose responded, "What's up, Jack off?" And then we just laughed, and then we walked on, and Perfect. 
That's began history. That's how we greet each other to this day. But we say it off air because we know that's stupid. <laughs> well, mine is how I met Jacob. Oh, uh, we, shoot. We, I met a different Jose uh, who went to college with us mm-hmm. uh, during orientation before freshman year. And he knew I had a car. So the weekend of like moving weekend, he was hits me up. He's like, hey, uh, do you think you could drive me somewhere? I was like, what? He's like, well, I guess you can come too. I'm meeting all these film majors. <laughs> I mean, I guess. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. What so, <laughs> and then he was like, it was just awkward, I think, more than he was a nice guy. We, then he was like, all right, my friend Arthur needs a ride too. So he'll be coming with us. Who's that? And so, yeah, I was like, all right. So I go and, and I, I meet them in the parking lot and I see this guy with walking next to Jose. And I was like, oh, hi, you must be Arthur. And he gave me like the dirtiest look ever. <laughs> and he stares me down and then he looks over at Jose. He's like, You told him my name was Arthur? And then Jacob and Jose just starts laughing. And then and I was like, Why? What's your name? And then he was like, My name's Jacob. And then I was like, oh, Okay, hi, Jacob. And then, yeah, he was about to, I think. Have I ever given you a dirtier look since? Probably not. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Jacob and I have been good friends ever since. Of course. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into it then. Um, yeah, last time, Walton sends his family off to, to his father's house on Le Jacques, the distant Arctic planet, uh, the Vlaka homeworld. They're going to love it. We'll see. <laughs> uh, and you guys are have just defeated Zavea's assassins. You are in the Ornos family theater still. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And where do you want to go from here? What do you want to do? What, what's the plan? I think we need to leave Absalon Station as soon as humanly possible. Absalon Lutely. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I, got, I have a little bit of dad humor in me. No, that's good. I, I was surprised you just didn't mean to say that's a terrible idea, scumbag or like bag or... No, 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 no. I mean, you will definitely hear that from me. Uh, but, <laughs> but when you're right, you're right. Like, uh, I, I totally agree. I think we need to get out of this place. Good. It's very mature of you to say that. All right, let's don't get used to it. <laughs> it's all about the little steps. All right, first, sh- what should we do with these de- bodies? We'll leave them can, here. This place you, is abandoned. Can your uh, well, what's your, what's your giant monster? Can, can Ezekiel eat them? <laughs> uh, I don't think that he would like that. No. <laughs> Sometimes when we were on the on space pirate missions that our captain would send us on, we'd send a little message by by sending them one of their crew members, uh, like either decapitated. I believe we could just leave them here because the building's abandoned. That's a good point, I suppose. That, yeah. But this neighborhood is being gentrified. <laughs> then they'll think it's an art exhibit. I don't know. <laughs> Dead androids are commonly thought to be art exhibits. Exactly. So much symbolism. Perhaps okay. we could just bury them, because it might be to our benefit to like make people think that they're still alive and buy us some time. Well, actually, we probably should leave here soon, because uh, the guy that took us forever to murder, he was he had called for backup. That's right. We should bail, like right now. But we need to take them with us so they don't find the dead bodies. Hmm. Yeah, don't, they, don't the androids have uh, some sort of recording in their... I don't know. That's what I, I would say. Can you record, though? That sounds absolutely ridiculous. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> I want. Uh, I kind of look at Ezekiel and like the android with the giant claw hole in his head. And I don't think he's recording anything <laughs> <laughs> or showing anything. Well, I like Jason's idea. I think we should kind of just bail. Now the All right. Question. Well, then we must hurry. The question is, where are we bailing to? Uh, 
Let's just figure that out on the drive. Well, that's quite all right because Ezekiel could run almost the speed of a car, so we could hey. just go alongside you. Perfect. I love it. It's not conspicuous at all. It's not. It's not. <laughs> well, they're quite common among the Shuntas, so perhaps there's some more around here. They're not very common here on Absalom Station, but occasionally you'll see people riding through the street peacefully, maybe not running through the streets like you guys were doing last episode. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, kind of like as if people ride horses, you know, kind yeah. of. That's we'll look, thing. we'll try to look like we're every, not running from yeah, something. Every once in a while you'll see them, but yeah, they're, they're fairly rare. I, I imagine, though, that Ezekiel is pretty bloody, though. <laughs> I think his claws and his four legs probably oh, have um, blood splattered all over. I use token spell and I can clean things off with of that, so I clean nice. his claws. Nice. Right. Thank you. All right. Yes, that's what I was going to suggest. Yeah. All right, Jason. All right, let's get let's hop to it. Um. Yes, actually. Actually, little. Nicer than this, but it's fine. It'll do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll do. Said, I have money. All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess Ian. I guess I walk out through the back door of the theater. Jason, let's get in the car. All right, let's go. Let's peel out of here. <laughs> I want to ride on the head. I suppose you could. He's got quite broad shoulders. You could ride on the head. Just. Hold on tight because there's not exactly a seat up there. And then I tell Ezekiel to bow, and then he does. And then mm. I guess you would get on. Does he have a, what's his head look like? Does he have horns or something? Or? No, no, no. no. Just oh, really just holding on for my life. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. Well, if I fly back, I'll just fly back into you, I guess. Yeah, and then we'll both fall off. Yeah. So it's, it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be good. That's where you guys headed. Um, my apartment, maybe? No. <laughs> Do you have like a condo where you have your affairs or something? Or <laughs> I don't have affairs. <laughs> okay, you. so you don't have a condo. Um, okay, so Jason's thinking. He's thinking while we're driving, and I'm like, let's head to Megabyte. I know someone. I that. know. Oh, how is a burger man going to help us? <laughs> He's somebody. It's an option. We'll see what we can do. We'll adapt. Fine. Do the other two know where we're going, or are they just following? The tell car? them out the window. Roll down your window and tell them. We're well, yeah. going to Megabyte. <laughs> You guys all have comm units. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Comm units are built into your armor, so. Okay. <laughs> we'll assume you exchange your frequencies. No, no. You're in some yeah. sort of group chat. Just shout out <laughs> No, so, so you shouted it, and then I say, um, Doctor, we have comm units. Oh, right. It's fine. They, I, I assume they heard you. All right, um, so we're going. Is this like a chain restaurant? Mm -hmm. Okay, I was going to say, this isn't the same megabyte. Nope. Mm. All right. Should like hanging out fast food joints, huh? Yeah, because they're oh, we good. <laughs> megabytes uh, delicious. just said he's pretty much rich. Me today. But megabytes delicious and catchy and catchy. Mm. Megabyte. So we're on our way to megabyte, and you, you, we make it there, and right. you pull up in front of the f Jason, the familiar cafe to you. Yes. Do any of you want to come with me, or should I go in on my own? I'll come, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. follow along. All right. So we need to stay with Ezekiel, or is he all right? No, he's all right. All right, then. Let's all head in, then. Okay. All right, so we all go into Megabyte. So you enter the Megabyte, and it's busy, like usual. Appalump Station's a, a busy place, and you see people from all races here. It's dinner time. Dinner time? Okay. And you see 
you know, lots of people eating burgers and all sorts of exotic food here in Absalom Station. <laughs> food from all over the galaxy. Yeah. See, they got exotic there. I go, mm. <laughs> okay, I approach a waitress and I tell her, excuse me, I need to speak to Jexter Dexter. Is he here? And she says, Jet, you got a customer. And you see this four-armed Kasatha. Yeah. This is just that diner guy that Obi-Wan Kenobi knows. <laughs> and yeah. he stretches out his forearms and he says, Jason plays, old buddy. <laughs> Hello, Jex. <laughs> 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 what brings you back here? Last I heard, you were headed to Castroville. Well, I did, but uh, some situations got complicated. Hi. These <laughs> are some uh, new... Yes, exactly. This is Amity and Dr. Walter Mascon. Have you heard of him? Oh, I believe I have. You're that psychiatrist here in town. I am. I have a radio show. Yes. <laughs> I'm just editing right now. <laughs> there you go. And this is our good goblin friend, uh, Sizigi. Oh, that's your name. <laughs> Listen, Jex, for old time's sake, we, we got into a bit of a situation, and we need a place to lay low. Hmm. What kind of a situation? A situation where we need to avoid some unwanted attention. Well, I know some people here that should be able to hide you. You're eating right now in the little cafe. Well, uh, down in the, uh, the ghost district. Ghost district? May I do a culture check? May I do a culture check? Mm-hmm. Just to see if I know where ghost <coughs> 13. I'm going to see if I know where the ghost district is. I live here. You probably do. Actually, I got 24. I know exactly where the ghost district is. I know everyone mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> oh, damn. I know all the ghosts. I know about all the ghosts. <laughs> so, Walton... You know that the ghost levels are part of the spike, which is the spire that extends down from the bottom of Absalom Station. It's the lower levels of the station, mm. often referred to as downside by the locals. Is it nice there? It is not nice there. <laughs> I mean, the whole the whole spike is the station's gritty underbelly, and the ghost levels themselves are half explored, and it's haunted by monsters of all sorts. I said, that's a very dangerous place. That's why it's easy to hide people there. Also, be easy to eaten by monsters down there too. Well, oh, we, we can handle it. We have our own monster as well, and it appears to be our only option. It's not a monster. He's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> monster can be a matter of perspective. You no, know, Jason Our was looking in the mirror at himself. <laughs> <laughs> Crap! You still be talking, Doctor. Why, why don't you just ask your friend if he has a ship that will take us off war? Do you have a ship, Jex, that might be able to help us take us off work? Mm. Perhaps favor for an old friend? I think I can ask around. Of course, it all depends on how big your uh, pocketbook is. I'm guessing that's an inside <laughs> joke. That's from Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> no, don't you mean it depends on how good my manners are as well? True. <laughs> well, I don't think I could foot the bill of an entire spaceship. No, but we could exchange a favor for a favor. Do you need anything done? <laughs> no, no, but um, but but I'll ask around my contacts and, and see if anyone knows the ship. Thank you. For now, it looks like we can only lay low in Ghost District. So be it. You should be extra careful down there. It's not a good place. I understand. What do you think, Sisiki? Can you handle it? Oh, I think I can handle anything. I've handled much worse than a ghost town. All right, well, let's go. Jax says, you'll meet my contact down there, an android named Visoff 5. He goes by Viz for short. Viz. We appreciate it, Jex. Thank you. He takes your data pad from you and give, puts in the location of where you can find this off. Okay. 
So just tell them I sent you and that you need a place to lay low. So we head down to the ghost district. So you guys make it down to the ghost level in Walton's BMW. You head towards the coordinates data Jack's pad. put into Jason's data pad. Mm-hmm. And you see this very rundown building, sort of in a row of other buildings. It's this corridor, and the lights are very kind of green and grimy and dingy. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very dirty down here. Looks like Blade Runner? Yeah, yeah. I'd say it looks like Blade Runner, but like no one's cleaned it in probably a few months. Mm-hmm. No one's swept the street in a while. Grimy. Grimy. Yeah. And you, you pull up outside. Ooh, do you think there's a safe place I can park my BMW? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, doctor, but probably not. I wouldn't leave anything valuable in here. I didn't really exactly bring anything. Well, there you go. Can I look around to see if there's any like deadly traps on the house or anything? Yeah. What do I roll, roll for some that? Per- roll perception check. <laughs> <laughs> That's an 18. <laughs> so Jason cautiously approaches the door and takes a look around. And you don't see any traps on it. All right, then. I knock. Mm. Mm. A little slot slides open on the door. (laughs) And you see the glowing eyes of an android staring back at you. What color are they? They are orange. Uh, Hello. I am uh, looking for Visoff 5. We were sent here by Jex. He's a friend. Ah, yes. Jex told me you were coming. And the slit slides closed again. And he opens the door for you see this android standing there. My name is Jason. Did Jex happen to tell you our business here? He said you needed a place to lay low. Yes. May we enter? Of course. Come on in. All right. And he sees Ezekiel and he says, I don't think I have room for him. I'm sorry. Is there another place where I could leave him? Can he sleep outside? I look at Ezekiel and I'm like, sorry, buddy. And Guard then, the BMW with your life, Ezekiel. And then I say, uh, yeah, I, I suppose you could sleep outside. Very well. Keep an eye on him through the window. See if anyone tries to hijack either of the... There is no window. <laughs> I turn on the car alarm. <laughs> there you go. But he has this telepathic bond with yeah. Shotalashis. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. He can tell Amity if there's any trouble. Yep. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. We go inside. Mm-hmm. You go inside the grimy little apartment, I guess. There's not much here, but there are two beds and a couch. I'm surprised there's beds and couches because he's an android. And from my past experiences, androids <laughs> don't really go in for comfort. But there's nothing he, else there. He has people come here to hide. So. Yeah, it's a safe oh, house. There you go. Exactly. You can infer that. Exactly. So it's not. It's not exactly like he sprung for good beds. It's just beds. <laughs> yeah. I call one of the beds. I'll take the couch. Actually, I kind of prefer sleeping in like a little ca- cabinet. <laughs> oh, what? what happened to you? <laughs> I'll take the other bed then. But uh, we do appreciate you taking us in. This off. Uh, it's just like this, right? Viz. Yeah, Viz. I Viz. heard you go by Viz. Yes, you can call me Viz. Yes, we appreciate you taking us in. But yes, we don't know how long we'll need to stay here. We just, I guess, need to stay here until we have a, come up with a better plan. Jason's diner friend said he's keeping an eye out for a ship for us. I don't know if you know any further details about that. I do not. That is not my area of expertise. Yep. But Jack said that he would contact me when he has more information for you. And okay. I'll send you to him. All right. Well, it looks like it's nighttime. Maybe we should all get some rest. Okay. So I guess all of us are chilling in the in the couches and the beds. Mm-hmm. This is he's in the cabinet over there. <laughs> but we're all not going to sleep yet, I'd say. I'd say uh, so I ask Amity, well, 
Even if we get a ship, we need an idea of where we're going. You said you needed to go to... Where did you need to go to again, Amity? Oh, I was headed for Verses to the... I almost said Jedi Temple, but the, the, Sol- <laughs> the Solarian Temple. Close. And then... Hey, yo, Ziggy. What? Where did you need to go? Out of here. I don't know where I need to go, but I'm trying to find Vesmara on on her on her glorious ship, the Star Wraith. I need to be a part of that crew. Mm. And Doctor? I am still reeling from the event you have me tangled up in, dealing with a murder after me now. It would seem that the way to solve that problem is dealing with the problems over here, but... Honestly, I think we're ill-equipped to take on her forces. I would say so. I think retreating for now would be wise. Then, I vote we try and make our way to Versys. Was there anywhere that you needed to go, Jason? Yeah, Jason, what's your deal? Amity, you feel a tingling sensation in your mind coming from Ezekiel. It feels like danger. (gasps) I say, I think there's something happening outside. My car! (laughs) (laughs) We we should go investigate. All right, we all jump up and... I feel like I would be going first because I like felt it. So I like get All up right. and like as I'm walking to the door, guys, I think there's something outside. And when yeah, and I just I, I scream my car. And I spring <laughs> up on the couch and start running. Yeah, I'm pretty excited that yeah. that there's like some action going on. I there. follow them. Yeah. So you walk outside and you see Ezekiel with his his back hunched and he's growling at something off in the distance. Heckles up. <laughs> Say, what is it, boy? He looks across, uh, looks down the street, and. So you guys can all roll perception checks to see if anybody sees anything. That was terrible. 26. Ooh. 14, wow. 9. 8. Walton, you make out the outline of some figures that are on the smaller side. I say, now, now, we, we have no trouble here. Why don't you just go back to what you all were doing before? And you don't get a response, but you see them coming a little closer and closer. Oh, shoot, ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. Ghosts. We're in the ghost district. I mean, I assume they're ghosts. I thought you knew this place. As they get closer, you, you can see their outlines a little better. They are short and stocky with big bulbous heads and beady red eyes. Ugh, what are these? Hey. <laughs> oh, they're goblins. <laughs> Not a ghost. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, these these guys don't look too, too tough to take on. Like, I know these guys. Like, hey. And I, and I start walking forward and I, like, start waving to them. And you see, um, they actually seem kind of caught off guard by this. <laughs> and they, they kind of, they stop what they're doing. i uh, like, hey, my name's Ziggy. We're, we're the same. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're the same. <laughs> One of them says, is that your car? This? Uh, no, no, it's just, it's been my ride. I, I know of the car. Well, we want the car. My car. Oh, you, this car? Yeah, I mean, it's not mine, so... So, Ziggy, I'm <laughs> using this to drive you around. Uh, I'm taking Ezekiel. <laughs> so, Ziggy, I will punt you across the room. All right, all right, all right. All right. God. Like, don't, don't pull your... Don't I will me. bite you. All right, all right, all right. Don't get your panties in a twist. Um, <laughs> I say, all right, yeah, yeah, it's not my car, but we kind of need it. Roll a diplomacy check. We kind of need it. Oh, pretty good. They're like, okay, fine. Keep okay. 16. Well, we need it too. We need the parts to build our, our big ship. Oh, par- big ship? <laughs> big ship. What kind of ship? We're building our own spaceship. Oh, well, that sounds that, that sounds great. I mean, look, guys, I'm telling you, you can't take this car, but but like maybe we can help you find the, the parts. Or I can. <laughs> uh, roll another pulse <laughs> check. That's fine. Okay. I like that idea. Just don't take my car. 13. 
you see, I'm gonna have Walton, Amity, and Jason roll perception checks. It's just like taking the wheels. 16. 16. 22. So you guys don't see it, but as Suzuki's talking, uh, behind you creeps up two more space goblins. And they pull out their blasters. And then the ones facing Suzuki say, We don't trust you. Now give us the space BFW. (laughs) Well, I want to try and scare them. So now do I see that they have us surrounded with guns? Okay. Uh, no, actually, no. You don't see the guys behind you. You know the guys. You guys all missed it on your I just check. you just see this here front. So I like half have my sword out and I say, "Listen, we do not want to get entangled in our business. We are caught in something very, very dangerous because we are very dangerous people." Move along. <laughs> I roll an intimidate check. It's uh, 18. Okay. They. No, I don't think so because they, they're surrounding. Because you don't know you're there surrounding. Um, and they say, yes, you are caught in the middle of something very dangerous. And then the, two, the, the two goblins behind oh, you true. say, us! And then everyone's going to roll initiative. Dun, dun. Okay, so let's hear everybody's initiative. Starting with Walton. I got an 18. Amity. 7. Jason. 15. Suzuki. 5. All right, Walton is going to go first. Ooh, Walton's first. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Confusion on uh, the goblin right behind the BMW. And you have to beat a... Uh, 14, 14, right, yep, 14. Correctly. So the goblin rolled an 11 on his will save. So he's going to be confused. Yay, roll a D100. That's what we have to say, yeah, roll a D100. Yeah. Justin, can I have your D100? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the actual... I oh, don't, don't roll that yeah. thing. That thing's going to come up stupid every time. <laughs> Boulder of a dice. 70. Wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, he deals 1d8 plus strength modifier damage to his to himself. Oh. <laughs> so four damage to himself. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he takes his d- big dog slicer and he just... <laughs> oh, he slices his slices oh himself. Like a stupid goblin. <laughs> uh, now it is Jason's turn. And then I throw my star knife at the one next to the one that he confused. Okay, so he is going to have partial cover from you, which is going to give him plus two to his AC because he's behind the BMW. You're going to have to roll good. Goblins are pretty tricky. Let's do it. That's, well, Ooh, that's, that's 16 good. plus six. Yeah, it's going to beat his KAC yeah. for the star knife. So I throw it at his face. So mm. 1d4 plus six. Woo. That's going to be two <laughs> plus six. Eight. Eight damage. Yeah, you kill that space goblin. Ooh, one nice. Hit. It does, you curve the bullet, dude. You curve the knife like around the car. <laughs> <laughs> now it is the goblin's turn. Uh-oh. The one behind a BMW is going to... He just saw his friend get eviscerated by that star knife, and he's mm-hmm. going to pop up and shoot his junk laser at Jason. And he rolled a 13 against EAC. 13, no. So he misses with a junk laser. Then we go to the guys up front... And the one that uh, Talia was talking to, he says, I would never trust a goblin that hangs around with a dog. And then he, sh- and then he shoots at Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even my friend. I start barking wildly. Suzuki's <laughs> like, oh, he's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got a 21 against Holy his EAC. Moly. His racism is fueling him. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure that hits. Uh, and he does... He does one damage with his chunk laser. I use Amity as partial cover. <laughs> what? 
It, well, it would actually be considered soft cover because creatures, even enemies, between you and the source of an effect provides you with cover against hey, range attacks. How convenient. <laughs> convenient. Another one says, you stupid foul breath dog. <laughs> and he shoots at Walton. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get it. <laughs> and yeah, he rolled a 22. Yep. And he got... Never mind, I'm going to die. <laughs> four damage with his junk laser. Yep. The next guy, uh, closest to, to the end of the street there. Is going to shoot at the big scary Shotalashu. He rolled a 19 um, EAC. So, yeah, that hits. He does three damage to Ezekiel. Ah. Another guy is going to shoot at Suziggy, ah. and he rolled an 18. Mm-hmm. He does two damage. Another one is going to shoot at Jason, and this goblin rolled a natural one. <laughs> Now, because he has his unstable goblin junk laser, oh, right. it's crafted from a mishmash of broken casings, leaking energy cells, and other random material. <laughs> so he now is going to have to immediately attempt a DC 18 engineering check. He does not get that. <laughs> so now the gun is going to explode, but you don't know when. Do I, know I when. Do I notice like that it's going to explode? I think you could make a... Engin- all you guys can make maybe make an engineering check, or okay. I think I think Suziggy, you would just know you would be familiar with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a nineteen actually. Thirteen. <laughs> so we all just know it's going to explode. Yeah, I think you all know now what's going to happen. It mm-hmm. kind of looks like it's going to explode. I don't think you'd be able to determine when yet, mm-hmm. though. Now also, <laughs> this is our first critical fumble of the podcast. Oh, do you have a fumble deck? And I have a fumble deck. Because hey. everybody, long-time listeners may know how much I hate critical fumbles, but it is in the rules now, which I hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it I was in the Starfinder rules, so I was like, okay, I'm going to then just buy this critical fumble deck because otherwise, that way it's fair. Like, I'm, I'm not yeah. just going to make, oh, somebody shoots their teammate. Like, no, it's going to be whatever this <laughs> it's card my favorite says. thing. So oh, he's an God. energy weapon, and he is going to take... <laughs> He's going to take half his weapon and damage, and he's going to reduce his land speed by half until he's healed. The gun overheats in his hand. <laughs> and as it's sorry, as it's starting to explode, so he burns himself. And he's going to, so half his, we, half his weapon damage to 1d4, and half, he only rolled a 2, so he takes one point of damage. This poor goblin. Mm-hmm. This poor goblin. Having a bad day. I should decapitate him and put him out of his misery. And then he, yes. <laughs> he's going to blow and himself up soon. Half speed. <laughs> and now it is Amity's turn. All right. So if I throw my spear, do I add something to that? Like the dexterity or something? I want you to remember Got what happened it. last time you threw that thing. <laughs> I, no, I remember. the stone. So I, yeah, I'm just going to stand just because I don't want to get close to that gun. And I'm just going to throw <laughs> my spear at the goblin that's closest to the wall over here. Ooh, five plus four is nine. That misses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his spear whooshes over his head. <laughs> and Whoop. now it is... Wait, uh, oh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel's turn. Yeah. yeah, so I tell Ezekiel, like, help! And then he goes and, <laughs> help. and attacks that one that I just aimed at. <laughs> and then he swipes at him with his claw. A 23. Yeah, that hits for sure. And he does nine damage. Oh, <laughs> he just obliterates that he guy. Just... <laughs> terrifying that makes it Suziggy's turn what would i have to do if i wanted to jump on ezekiel to to like slice my weapon down at one of the goblins uh you would have to make an acrobatic check to try and mount him okay it's just all about playing jungle gym on (laughs) ezekiel oh wow that's a natural 20 
saved that for my actual... <laughs> yeah, hit. you hop right on Ezekiel's back. Uh, okay, and my dog slicer's pulled out, and I go after uh, uh, just the next one that's there. Um, Mounted combat. Oh, no! <laughs> so that's a four. <laughs> you missed with your dog slicer after jumping effortlessly. I <laughs> And now it is Walton's turn. Okay, Walton mask on time. Um, I'm going to use telekinetic projectile. So I'm going to pick up a rock, and I'm just going to fling it at uh, the goblin behind my BMW. Okay, so he's going to get uh, cover. I'm wondering. I, I have a range of this of oh, 60 feet. So I'm wondering if I could just levitate a rock right here and just fling it at him right there. I'm going right. to do that. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. No, that's six. <laughs> so you missed with a telekinetic projectile. And now it is Jason's turn. Unless you want to move or anything. Um, I think I will. I'll take cover. Like I'll, I'll just I'll kind of kneel down behind the BMW. You're just <laughs> kneeling down, throwing rocks. Just taking cover. Actually, it looks like I'm doing nothing because a rock like lifts up behind the BMW yes. and like flies at the goblin. Can I leave you to it with that goblin and come over here and help them out with these ones? Yeah, do your thing, man. All right, cool. So I got I'm just gonna, one guy. I'm gonna make a move action to go over to this goblin and I take out my sword and I slice it. That's going to be a five plus seven. Yeah, that hits. Oh, oh good. Damn. Okay, great. Yeah, they're just goblins. I, I, goblins on D&D have like a 16 ACS. I'm like, this is going to be a little tough. Well, not no, D&D. Sarfinder's <laughs> better than Sarfinder slash Pathfinder. better than D&D. All right, so 1D8. Eight, eight, wow. Plus three, plus three. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just, so basically I just like, and I just scream while I'm running to them. <laughs> yeah. And just like, straight up slice that guy in half. He had, he had taken one point of damage already from his overheating junk laser, and oh. now it falls to the floor. Oh, that's the guy with the overheating mm-hmm. junk laser. Oh, pretty. I can't make another move action to like kick the gun away from me. <laughs> Don't have any more moves left. Right. Oh, Dre, get ready for an explode. Like gonna... It is now the goblin's oh, no. turn. Goblin, 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 goblin. The one behind the BMW, he stands up and doesn't see Walton anymore. <laughs> So he is now going to fire straight across at Amity. He got a 22. That hits. And he does four damage with his junk laser. Now the leader is going to fire over at, I think he'll fire at Ezekiel. He got a 18 EAC for Ezekiel. Nope, that hits. That hits? (laughs) Yep. So he does three damage with his junk laser to Ah. Ezekiel. The next, the guy to his, so the leader is the guy... In the middle of the pack, mm-hmm. the guy to his left, who's also in the middle of the four people, is now going to attack. Okay. He rolls a f- 15 EAC against Ezekiel as well. That hits. And Ezekiel's going to take one point of damage from that junk laser. Oh, that's not bad. Then the guy right in front of Ezekiel is going to take out his dog slicer. Ooh. And he's going to slice away at Ezekiel. Oof. But he only rolled a nine. Oh, I'm pretty sure that misses his KAC. Then moving back over to the guy next to the one who overheated mm-hmm. across sort of on the far side of the street. He's now next to Jason and he is going to try and attack Jason twice with his dog slicer yeah, because he's not moving. Mm-hmm. He got a 14 against KAC on his first roll with his penalty. Miss. He misses. Yeah, he missed again. That time he got a 13. Which leaves are. <laughs> Junk laser on the floor, which is going to explode this round. Oh. Everybody within range, it has an explode range of 20 feet. Whoa! 
Yeah, so from so 20 five, feet from 10, Jason. 15, 20. Yeah, so it's it's a Suzuki, Ezekiel, and Jason. And all his goblin friends. Yeah, and all of his goblin friends. The goblin right next to the exploding junk leader got a nat 20 on his reflex. Oh, the leader. La-di-da. The leader failed, <laughs> so he is going to take full, full damage. damage. His second in command passed, so okay. he is going to take half damage. And the last guy right in front of Ezekiel failed. He's going to take full damage. I got a nine, so probably full. So, so you're going to take full? Wait, so which one had the gun? The guy. Oh, right the dead the one. Guy, the guy yeah, right in front of Jason it. that Jason just killed had the gun. I got a 14. Jason passes. So he's going to take half. Hey, 21. Oh, all right. So Ezekiel's going to take half as well. It's going to do six damage. So half of that it will be three. But that is going to kill the goblin leader and the one on the far side, the ones that failed their save. Mm. Oof. So the, the other two goblins now have three damage each, mm-hmm. uh, have taken three damage each, and the leader's still alive. Suzuki's going to no, take dead. full, Ezekiel's going to take half, Jason's going to take half. All right. The so leader's now three, dead. Three, six. And it is now Amity's turn, with three goblins remaining on the board. One of them behind the BMW. Oh, yeah, there's still one behind the BMW. And, yeah. and two of them uh, down on the other end of the street. May I make a suggestion that we have we keep one alive? Sure, Why? I got this one pinned behind a BMW. <laughs> but the, they don't seem important. We're just like. Well, it's because they mentioned that ship, so who knows? That's a good point. That but it's like a junker. Be. It could be the Starship might be worth. It <laughs> <laughs> might be worth checking out. Just something. Something. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, but it's, it's all if only if we all agree to it. Otherwise, we could kill them all and just hey, see what Jack says. I mean, if you, if you get to this guy first, that's fine anyway, by it's me. It's Amity's turn. So, yeah, <laughs> so Amity's going to run and pick up his spear wherever it was. Go like one space clang, behind clang, him. Clang, clang, <laughs> uh, Landed in the space, I'll say. Okay, so can I pick it up and use it in the same turn? Uh, well, I would say no because you already also moved. Yeah, that's if, you right. had, okay. if you had already been in the space, yes, because it will be your move action to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, Yeah, that makes sense. I was just asking. And so then Ezekiel's turn Ezekiel, now. can he do like some combat maneuver where he like swats this one into that one? Oh, I would say that that would be considered. I mean, I would say you could do it as a bull rush because if he exceeds by enough, it's going to push right. If you exceed by five yeah. or more, you're going to push him five feet. And for every five feet you exceed. I like that. Oh, dude, we're just doing stunts now. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's going to bull rush him. Oh, but I didn't get a good roll. That's 16. <laughs> Dang, got five and six. Yeah, he misses that bull rush. You see Ezekiel charge at the goblin and try to swipe at him, and the goblin, I think, just ducks under him. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to be Suzuki's turn. Oh, all right. I still have my dog slicer, so I just walk up to the one that's closest to me. <laughs> and let's that's see. because you were riding Ezekiel when he, yeah. <laughs> when he charged, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, so now you're in front of that guy. Oh, my God. I have terrible rolls. Do you want me to get oh, you a new no. dice? <laughs> yeah. That's a natural one. Oh, that is still going to miss. It is going to be a critical fumble with a kinetic weapon. You are going to you got a you got a nasty splinter. So I think the the handle of your of your dog slicer <laughs> as you swing it catches you, and you're going to take one point of damage, and you're going to take a negative one penalty to attacks and skill checks until that one damage point is healed. Oh, okay. How do I heal it? Just any any main any. Healing. Oh, okay. be, nice to, be nice to your magical friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> now it's back to the top with Walton. 
All right, I'm going to try to do the same thing again, like levitate a rock and throw it at this goblin. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I have the guts to hit him this time. Oh, 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 oh. Um, 21. That hits. Hey! That is four damage. Yeah, you kill the guy behind the BMW. Yeah. I <laughs> rock just levitates up and goes, Just pop. A, a rock from the, or a little, uh, yeah, I guess. Shard a, of glass. A little shard of glass from the, the, yeah. the street rises up and he sees it come towards him and and now it's Jason's turn. So I recover from that explosion. And then I just slice twice. Why don't you just do non-lethal damage and knock him out if you wanted to keep somebody He's alive? He's the last one alive, right? No, well, we have after two. Ezekiel's done with that one. There are two goblins left. They've both taken three damage from that junk laser. Okay, then I'll do non-lethal damage with this guy. So non-lethal damage with your longsword. You're going to take a negative four to your attack roll because you're trying to do non-lethal damage with a lethal weapon. What if I just wanted to punch him? In <laughs> you could do that instead. <laughs> do I take any penalties with that? No. Then I'll just punch him in the face. So that would be melee. I would only need to have melee. That's five plus seven. Twelve. That's it. That, hit, that right? hits. Yeah. All right. So I punch him in the face. <laughs> so two plus three. So uh, five. Yeah. So you do five points of non-lethal damage and he drops unconscious. Uh, now it is the last goblin's turn and he is terrified. He's away. And he just runs away. I touch my bmw and say not a scratch <laughs> <laughs> all right so you got you took care of six space goblins in one combat uh which is going to give you 200 xp from this fight hey, nice that's four thousand. i there say jason how come that one isn't dead info let's tie him up mm, i say okay well i could help with this <laughs> Um, how bad does Ezekiel look, by the way? He doesn't look good. Okay, um, I'm going to use a heal, one of my heals on Ezekiel. While you're tying him up, also, I I stand to the side because I don't want to okay. tie up another I'm goblin. I heal you by 1d8 hmm. plus 3. I heal Ezekiel by 10 points. Nice. Back up to full health. Boom. Should we bring this goblin inside, or what do you guys want to do with it? We're going to tie him up and bring him inside to interrogate him. Maybe sleep. About what? Maybe sleep. <laughs> can I sleep while you interrogate him? Yeah, we could take turns interrogating him and we can sleep. Can I go first? I don't you understand the point first of interrogating him. I want to interrogate first. I imagine I can probably do it the most efficiently. Yes, you can. I don't I don't see the point in interrogating this goblin. He's just a street guy. They said they're building a rocket. It's, it's something. It's just some sort of lead. If, if this can be a lead before... It's, if this... Brings us results before Jax can bring us results, then perhaps All that right. might be. But this is just a hunch. We can easily kill this guy if we get bored with I him. I say, hey, Vex, set up one more bed. <laughs> Viz. Viz. <laughs> so you want to drag him inside? Yep. <laughs> just like we like, just had like Bob on each step as we go up. Yeah, so you drag this unconscious goblin inside, and someone's going to have to heal him to wake him up. I'll do some medicine check on him, just like get him to one. We'll say you take 20 on the medicine check. And the goblin stirs to life, uh, and he and he sees Walton hovering <laughs> over him, and he just. Ah! I say, now, now, little friend, we have a few questions. And he starts for you. biting at you. <laughs> I go, well, la di da, and I cast um, I guess detect thoughts. Do you cast detect thoughts on him? He mm -hmm. gets a will save against that, right? Uh, yeah, he does. A nat 20. Yeah, I, I actually did get a nat 20 on that will save. <laughs> Screw you. So he, he can't detect his thoughts. No, um, I, mean, I can kind of guess what he's thinking at this point, I guess. So while you're doing this, uh, who's sleeping? I don't know. Yes, and just all interrogate him together. And then yeah, we <laughs> can then go to sleep. You don't have to do a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing. 
I, I'm probably gonna be pretty hopeless interrogating this goblin. Actually, he's gonna be racist and mean to me. So Ziggy, how about you do this? Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's what's your name? <clears throat> do you speak to him in common or goblin? Goblin. Okay. He Does says, anyone else speak it? No. 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 My name is Bumos. What? <laughs> Bumos. Bumos. Oh, Bumos. Bumos. Uh, uh, th- that's great. Where Where did you come from? Why are you hanging out with this this foul breath? I know, I know. <laughs> Should I just leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, I, I know this this dog face. He's uh he's kind of getting on my nerves totally. Like I, I it hasn't been my choice to hang around him, but I've been caught up in some things that has put us in the same group for now. But you know, like he he, he has been surprisingly helpful in certain cases like he's a very powerful he's a very powerful guy yes i can see he killed one of my friends <laughs> yeah we're all just interested in what ship you were building yes stump nugget is building a ship it is good oh, stump nugget yeah that's that's an excellent name he's uh, our honcho head <laughs> see, he did not get did not die in the explosion well, I mean, that was like the leader. Oh, of, like, but that this guy group, is at the. But like right. the, he's so this guy's like the big right. honcho, the head honcho. The head honcho. Um, well, I have to be honest with you. I'm. I, we're all kind of looking for for a ship to to get off of this place. We've run into we've run into some dangerous things here. So what do you say? Like, get well, if you could ship. take us to your ship and we can talk to Stump Nugget and maybe we can work out some arrangement. You want to steal our ship? Steal? No, no, no. Yes, that is the way of our kind, but <laughs> but just some sort of negotiation. I will only bring you, though. No one else is allowed to come. Only goblins allowed. That's totally fair. What is he saying? Do the goblins speak common also? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that that can be that can be arranged. Let me let me ask these guys what they think. Uh, and so I say, so he uh, they do have a, a ship that they're that they're building, um, but I'm the only person that can go and. Suzuki, you sound so sound so normal. Just cough. Clear my throat to sound. Now, yeah. now I sound normal. It was a disgusting voice. I'm glad you fixed it. Yeah, I was appalled. <laughs> um, they said I could. I could be the only one to to go check it out and talk to Stump Nugget. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, I I agree. I don't think that you should go. At least not without us with you. I say to the goblin, uh, "Would you excuse me?" Um, and then like I call everyone outside of the room. This guy, mm-hmm. the goblin's tied up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is just to talk to everyone else privately. Well, we have our context. Like, can we? Can't we just? Uh, can't you guys follow? Call, follow behind or follow close by? And what if we all dress up as goblins? <laughs> First of all. Doctor, we're all too tall to be goblins. <laughs> and you're... I was talking a joke. And you're a doctor. Okay, well, right now I can't tell when you're joking. I don't know you that well yet. But I do like the idea of us following her, hiding, and then listening on her conversations with them. That could work, I suppose. But, Amity, I understand all this is pretty skeptical for you. I still don't understand why this ship is so important to us. We haven't even seen it yet. Well, then we'll see it. True. We will be able to see it. It might just, it might most likely be a hunk of junk. I but... really want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go in the morning. Then. I understand, Emily. But You're then it'll cranky. be daytime already. What do you want, Emily? <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle of the night. I want to go to sleep. We can go to sleep, and then we can go do this in the morning. The goblin's not going anywhere. I like it. And <laughs> <laughs> Viz walks in on you guys and says, why is there a goblin tied up in my living room? <laughs> we have a new roommate. Information. That's how he prefers to sleep. With the goblins. No. No. Or I'm trying to recruit this one to to try and take me to 
one of their ships to help us get off this planet. He says, okay, well, do your thing, I guess. And he walks away. <laughs> That's a solid android right there. <laughs> I walk into the living room, and I talk to him again, and, and Goblin, do you swear it? Do you swear to take me to to your to Stump Nugget and your ship? Yes, without, yes, of course. Without any harm? Of course, as long swear, as it's only you. Swear on Triune. I swear on Triune, yes, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> As long as your, your friends don't come. We don't want any any dog breaths around. They will not be with me. Good. But we will. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, but we will. <laughs> in like the corner of the room. <laughs> so the deal is made. You guys are going to go to bed for the night. So we'll call it there. And we'll mm-hmm. pick it up next week in the morning. Woohoo. In the morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Of course. Our, if you liked our episode, <laughs> check us out on Instagram at starship.impala.podcast and Twitter. Starship Impala Podcast. Jacob runs our Twitter, so you're going to interact with him there. Mm-hmm. We have a website, www.starshipimpalapodcast.com, where you can check out our Patreon page and our Dice Envy affiliate link. Get yourself some cool dice, support us, and get yourself something nice. Win-win for, uh, mm-hmm. for everybody. Our theme song, which I've been friending you to do, is still by the two Jakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to make one? No, I mean, our theme song. I've just been forgetting to. Oh, and now I've been forgetting to say that. Oh, our theme word. song is by the two Jakes. Oh, they're Sorry, Jakes. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, Jake and Jake. I think I said it like once last time. Yeah. And um, yeah, so with that, say goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. See you later. Skater. <laughs>